what is up guys welcome back to the rip city rundown podcast it is episode 74 um haven't talked about blazers in quite a quite a while for some obvious reasons it's me and cole in the pod today no west as you can see um you know we try to keep these pods positive but boy we have come to a time where it is hard to be positive and there will probably be some negativity in this podcast you know we said it last podcast we gotta after all-star break we gotta win some games if we want to make the playoffs what do we do we do the complete opposite go what two and eight two and nine since the all-star break um eliminating our chances of making the playoffs so cole how you feeling i mean i'm overall just really disappointing second year in a row blazers will not make the playoffs so um well the last if, if you want to know how i'm doing the last trailblazer game i actually watched and like not just full game i mean any portion of the game was the one we lost to the 76ers on the buzzer beater and that was march 10th so i've gone 11 days without a blazer game i missed the last four games for good reason four losses some of those games with dames some without some with a without grant some with with um you know the blazers I think Dame said it best last night when he was asked. We're out at this point. We we aren't mathematically out, but we're basically out. We're four games back of the 10 seed with about 10 games left. So, sure, you could argue we could get in there, but we're basically out. But Dame clearly knows we're out, but... It's just the fact that we have to accept the fact that we're going to go through another final stretch like last year is what's hard to accept. We all, we all yeah. know we need to, but it's it's still just one of those things where we are we have the same odds as last year. or Actually, we have one spot better odds than last year, and we've been trying to win all year. That's kind of yeah. sad. Now our record is better, so... That's my kind of a misleading stat, but that still just sits that just like how disappointing this season has been, especially after such a great start. After just initial thoughts at the beginning of the season, like 15 teams in the West, we are the, there are 13 teams better than us in the West, in the West, 12 teams better than us in the West. <laughs> how is math, that buddy. even possible? How is that even possible? And with the construction of this roster and just what I was anticipating, okay, I'm going to say it two years ago, or I should say, Going into the season after we lost to Denver in the playoffs, my expectations were kind of low. I mean, yeah, we got rid of Terry Stotts, and I, but everyone was like, you know, it's going to be a good season. Deep down, I didn't really think it was going to be a good season. I was right. However, going to this season, I actually thought this was going to be a good season. Us acquiring Jeremy Grant, that 3 and D wing we're looking for. Us acquiring defensive aspects of Josh Hart and Gary Payton II, even though he didn't end up playing in Josh Hart trade, whatever, whatever. It's just... Second year of Chauncey. You to say that there would be twelve teams better than us, and just and, their conference. And how about this? How about how about I throw this on top? How what if I told you that there were twelve teams better than us this season, and Dame would average thirty two and a half this season and have his best season of his career, arguably. What's cr- what's um, crazy yeah. is I'm like looking at Ant's stats. Ant's averaging twenty one and four assists. And shooting the ball, let's see, shooting 45% from the field, 38% from three. If you told me that at the beginning of the year, I'll be like, okay, solid ant year. Nothing crazy, but definitely not regressing in any means. He's having a solid ant year. 
if you told me Jeremy Grant was going to be averaging 20 points per game and shooting the ball almost, he's still over 40% from a three, I would be like, wow, that's that's exactly what we needed. Huge pickup. And he's played yep. he's played solid defense this year. I don't think it's been as good as we had hoped, but he hasn't been a negative like other people. So I now you can go down to other players. I don't want to even get into it, but from the at least the top three, the top three has relatively played to how I expected. So that's just what makes it. It's so weird that we're this bad. And at the end of the day, it comes down to our defense. We're back to, I don't know the exact number, but I know we're back to a bottom five defense. And I hate going here, but at at this point, you have to look at, is it coaching? Now, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about this, and we can have our differing opinions, but in my opinion, I gave my full thoughts on Instagram the other night, just in a long, long just Instagram story, just paragraphs. But I, I can't really sit here and blame, honestly, anyone for our struggles. I know how wild that sounds. You can't blame Dame clearly. You can't blame like you can you can look at some of the players and say you need to play better, but I can't blame Chauncey and I can't blame Joe. And the reasons for that is from Chauncey's perspective, he doesn't have a fully complete roster. Should we be better than we are? Yeah, we should be a little better than we are. But we're not a championship roster at the end of the day. And we've dealt with a ton of injuries. And Chauncey at the end of the day, he's he came in. And when he came in, Neil Olshie was his GM. He had a different, um, a completely different team president, a completely different front office. He's got a completely new front office that, that since he came in. And then you look at Joe. Joe picked up a team that was full of aging veterans that had zero trade value and that was on terrible contracts. And you look at it so... like CJ, Rocco, Norm's contract isn't even that bad. Um, but you look at that and then you also can't even get into the fact that he has no picks to trade because of Neil Olshay. So we'll get into this and like, when will be the point where we'll like say, okay, it's now or never, like how long are we going to keep giving them this a leash? But that's kind of just like my initial like spell on like just how I feel about the two people that people for good reason are asking to either do something or leave. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I remember at the beginning of the season, we were generally saying, like, is Chauncey coach of the Could he be coach of the year? Boy, did that age, like, milk in a microwave <laughs> on high. Like, oh, my God. Dude, it is Never just, heard that one. I just thought of that on top of my I head. assume milk in a microwave is not good. <laughs> it is brutal. But as in as our coaching, like, okay. Everyone in the Instagram comments are thrashing Chauncey. For me... How much more time do I give him before I'm like, I'm already to the point where I'm mad because this season was definitely, you know, a strike one for him, mm-hmm. arguably strike two, you could say it from last season, but I don't know, like you said, you, we haven't built a championship roster. So how much can you, I guess, well, you know, a lot of people are also complaining about the rotations because there are some questionable rotation decisions he does. So I don't know. I feel like this could honestly be, be it this next year if we suck again with a the roster we have now or better i think we could see him walking out the door but yeah, yeah i'm gonna see I'm, if i'm, I can I'm try gonna say to, that i'm gonna see if i can try to pull up what i put on instagram just to make sure i'm getting my thoughts 
correct because I I liked what I said. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm not blaming either Chauncey or Joe just yet. Um, I said Chauncey's been given a terrible situation. He was forced to tank in year one. He's had constant injuries and overall rather mediocre roster. Also, the entire front office that brought him in is gone. It's hard to ask a coach to succeed under that. And then I also can't blame Joe because Joe is trying to build a roster for the future, and he's also trying to build a roster for now around Dame. And that's like what we're asking him to do is kind of crazy. And I think that's something that I think he needs to make a decision on. He's like, okay, you either got to trade Dame or you just got to go all in on Dame. I don't think any fan is going to get mad if we trade Sharp for enter win now all-star if it doesn't work out i don't think people are gonna get mad i think they're just gonna be glad that like we gave dame a chance with another star i think right now we're in the process of like we talked about this at the trade deadline but we're like asset collecting we're bringing in people that we could possibly trade we traded Hart for a first round pick that clearly doesn't and cam reddish that clearly doesn't help us win now but you could argue Cam Reddish down the line could be better than Josh Hart in the future, or he brings a little bit of trade value, and then you get that first-round pick that brings trade value. So I think it's going to come down this summer, and then next season is when I am make or break. I don't care what the roster, or if the roster is bad, I won't put my blame on Chauncey. I'll say, Joe Cronin, okay, it's time for you to go. You clearly, you've had three years. You finally got able to wipe your hands at the Neil Olshay situation, and you you've had your chance to make moves and if the roster's good and we don't end up having a good season then the blame goes to chauncey you finally have your good roster and you still can't win with it so and while that in a sense could be unfair because we're in a sense giving them one real season of true talent that that's just unfortunate they're the whole dame timeline is making this super a lot harder than it needs to be but that's previous gm's faults for making it have to be this desperate when he's 32 years old. So, you know, just to get a a broad, a broad perspective on everything. I just want to ask you a straight up question. Why do we suck and take that? Okay. Cause I look at our team and I generally think we are very talented. Jeremy Grant is very talented. Okay. You want to hear what we suck? Give me a second. Yeah. yeah, I want you to hear hear what you want. I want to hear what you think too. All right. So Damian Lillard is not, one of the best players in the league, Jeremy Grant, amazing. Nurk, solid. And we had like Josh Hart, solid, and freaking Shane Sharp, arguably one of the could be rookie of the year. No, he's not, but like he's up there for it. He's, so he's had his okay. moments. Sorry, I'm trying to think and read at the same time. What I would say, why we suck, it's obviously defense, but specifically because there's no way OKC should be better than us. There's no way the Jazz should be better than us. It just makes no sense, but I think it's the same story. Simons, Dame, two undersized guards. That's it. I think that construction is just not even defense wins championships, and Mm -hmm. you can't like the defense is so bad with the way our team is constructed. I mean, your two best players can't be under six, seven nowadays, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so I'll say overall, I'm gonna say defense, but I'm honestly confused. Like that's why I'm stuttering on words over here because I actually don't really know. Like, why are why we? we good and at the end of the day, why that we suck? Come back down. to coaching. 
which is something I, I think I don't want to admit yet, but I think it could be the thing that you have to say at the end of the day. I, I have to give Chauncey somewhat of a benefit of the doubt because when we saw we were a fully healthy roster, and I know every team deals with injuries and they still are able to fight through it, but I don't think our talent as a team is good enough to be able to sustain injuries. Clearly, we're not good enough to do that because now that we've had, and I know they're little ticky-tack injuries, but like Justice Winslow is a really key piece to our team. Who, If you're going to be a championship team, Justice Winslow probably shouldn't be a key piece to your team, but he is for ours, and that's why our defense has probably slipped a little bit over the last two months since he got injured, which is just, it's unfortunate. So so why do we suck? Why if you were to sum suck? it up to a third grader, if you were to sum it up for a third grader, why do the defense, why are the Blazers the second worst team in the West, third worst team in the West? I think the Blazers. Okay. How do I phrase this? Because I don't want to base this off the expectation that we were going to win a championship, because if that was the expectation, then you were out of your mind. And I think obviously we keep we harp on it all the time, but the the ten and four start, the one seed start, um, really kind of just just mess with fans' expectations because I think we all deep down knew that this team wasn't a one seed as good as it was. Now we should be in the plan. That was my preseason expectation, and. I think we should still, like, we are talented enough to be an eight seed, a seven seed. Why we aren't that, sorry, I'm trying to stall because I'm trying to think. Because I don't know. Because you don't know why we suck, because these are great players. These are great players. I think the reason we suck is because we're dealing with injuries. And we haven't had a full chance to gel. I think some players we were expecting to lean on this year just didn't show up. A la Gary Payton, like, he was supposed to be this revelation to help our defense, and we know how that went. I think Nurk has really struggled this year. I think he's shown his he, – he still brings plenty of value to this team. He's much better than a starting center than you, Drew Eubanks, but the lack of size hurts a lot. Like, as as much as we praise Drew Eubanks, and it's warranted, we praise him because he's playing – to the best of his ability, but at the end of the day, he's not that good, and he's not big enough to be to have the opportunity to be good. So, not having anyone like Nurk or his size kills us. And I hate to say it, but I think you're right on the the two guards and your two best players can't be basically the same player. That's why. And like you said, like you have to have one of your best players be a wing at the end of the day. You look at past champions. You got Giannis. You got Draymond. You got uh, LeBron and AD. Kawhi. KD. Then you can go back more Draymond. LeBron. Like no one is winning with their two best players being their guards. You could argue that it was Clay and Steph, but they they had the Draymond. Yeah, and who was like would really be the second best player hard. in his prime on most teams. So it's at this point, I really hope that Dame just sits out. So a, I don't feel the need to check the score after every game to see what Dame put up because that's the only thing I look at now when I wake up in the morning and I want to see the score of the Blazers because I already know we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I have a li- I have a little hope that like we win because Dame was a crazy performance, but I don't even want to have that hope anymore. I want to just completely move on from the Blazers, which sucks yep. because like I really want to see Dame in the playoffs. That's some yep. of the most fun basketball imaginable. Yep, this Dude, is I, okay. You want to know what I saw the other day? A tweet after the Clippers game, and it oh I saw it, it. blew me. It had to do I with Russell it. Westbrook and Paul George. Oh no. Oh, well, you tell uh, me what yours I, is, too. But mine was, ooh, it's uh, how the tides have turned. Dame sent Russell Westbrook and Paul George out of OKC, and Russell Westbrook and Paul George are doing the same thing. They're about to send Dame out of out of Portland with this game. Like, holy... This is a regular season game. This is a regular season game. Dame is arguably know, MVP. Where we know that we suck. This is no playoff game. This is no. Yeah. We're not talking trash to you guys. First off, Russell Westbrook. The only reason you're on the Clippers because you weren't good enough for the Lakers, and yeah. Paul George just happened to be your best friend and gave you a chance. That was mm-hmm. just that. That blew my mind that some people actually think that. What was? What did you see though? I'm trying to find it. Give me a second. Oh, it was a text. Gotta go to Messages app, not Instagram. Yeah, I probably okay. didn't see your text. Okay. It was this is my friend. He he hates Dame. I don't know why. He just says it to piss me off. But imagine was, that guy. Yeah, I know. It was it was it did blow my mind though this stat. Damian Lillard versus Clippers and Kawhi and PG or sorry, Damian Lillard versus the Clippers and Kawhi and PG era. We're one and eight, eight against the Clippers. Yes. Oh, nice. He, uh, 19 points per game, 35% field goal, 22 from three. So just kind of interesting, but well, yeah, I, mean, I do they, remember in the bubble when like he missed some free throws down the stretch, and they were talking trash to him. But that's besides the point. Who cares? I don't know why Russ and PG we even want to talk. Like Dame is just—he's not even on their level. You know, he's just mm-hmm. not even on. Their, I mean, yeah. sure, Russ back in the day, okay, fine, but like especially now, and yeah. You know, are like, are you are you in the same thinking of me that I think you even already said it earlier, but like. If it come next year, we still stink. Like fire everybody, fire Chauncey, yes. fire Joe. Yep. Like I'm in the, the I'm boat. in the boat. I'm in the I'm a, I am in that boat because we have the talent this year. You can only get so much talent, but construct. It just shows how important construction is. And, and it's I such assume, a shame. I assume. Oh yeah, continue. It's such a shame when you have talent and you don't use it to the best of your ability. Because if we were to, I guess you can't do this, but in a math ma- magical world trade our talent for just better construction mm. like we would you could argue we could be a championship team like we are literally i could i would argue we are the fourth yeah. like honestly if you probably put our, if, team in the west if you added up our 2k ratings we're a better team than yeah sure that's a good way to look at it um then probably everyone except we're denver. probably not better than the suns or denver but we're better than the talking Kings, the probably. Talk, I'm talking about the West, yeah. Better Denver. than the Kings, but the Kings fit so well. Warriors, yeah, exactly. It's about it's all about construction. And dude, you just can't have two guys shooting twenty point to thirty points a game that are six four or lower. You just can't. Like you so saw with are you, CJ, are you... and we were like, oh, Simons is more athletic and a tiny bit better defender, so he's gonna be that big difference. No, he's not. I learned that this year. Like. We really thought Simons would be that much different than CJ. Sure, Simons is a more athletic. Sure, he's a little more explosive. Sure, he probably is a better defender than CJ by a tiny bit. But at the end of the day, it's not going to 
move the margin that much to make your championship team nowhere even close. So okay, so going say you're the GM, you're going into the offseason. Is your like big piece that you're willing to move for another big piece? Is are you like saying Anthony Simons is available? Yeah. Yeah. And where okay. where do you stand on trading Sharp and Simons? Where do you stand on trading? Because you, you look at that, everyone's saying that once Dame goes, it's going to be the Simons and Sharp backcourt. Here's an interesting thing to think about. If you're a GM, if you are put yourself in the GM shoes, are you really thinking, obviously you want to win a championship. That's like the, your technical main goal of your job, but you're also just trying to keep your job. That's a great so like, point. That's a, would that's you rather... Point. That's what Jay's like, trying I, to do right now. <laughs> like... Would you, if I was a GM and I was trying to keep my $500,000 a year contract, whatever, how many money GM makes, I would, you know, just try to not get fired and look at Neil Shaded. He milked that contract from eight years from us. Just never made us a contender. Just make the playoffs. Just big enough to say, we'll get him next year, boys. But if I'm like a GM saying, I actually want to win a championship, I would be aggressive. And if it goes bad, then I'm going to get fired. But whatever, at least I tried. And Honestly, at the end of the day, I don't think all GMs are doing that. They're just trying to keep their job because at the end of the day, it is just a business. And if Joe says to himself, if I can just make ourselves good enough next year just by this much without doing too much risk and firing myself, that's good enough for me. So Here's why I think Joe is kind of different than that. And I think he actually truly will, assuming something's available, like try to attack and go after it. It's because he's actually been open and honest about what he's trying to do. We never heard something like Neil Olshay saying like, Oh, we tried to make the moves or this is what we're trying to do. We're going to make the big move. He also has a great relationship with Dame. And I assume like through all these conversations, there's no way he can have 30 minute conversations almost like before every game just sitting by the court with Dame and go back to his office and be like, man, I just don't want to get him any help. <laughs> There's just no way as a human being you could do that. So that's just, oh, that's is. the funny side. Oh no. Yeah, there is. But he also, Joe Cronin's been here for a long time. Like when Neil Olshay was the GM, he was working within the front office. So he's seen 12, 15, 15 years of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. I got to think he wants to get a star in. Anyway, to answer it's your just, question. It's such a hard thing to do. To answer your question before, what would I do? Yes, I would probably make anyone available other than Damian Lillard for maybe to build a Suns 2021 type of team where you have Damian Lillard and then just really good construction on defense and shooting or go for that one star. I mean, I don't really know the specifics on which I would want more, but just not what we have now, repetitiveness. And with Damian Lillard, you need your Damian Lillard 6'2". You need your second best player needs to be six eight at least, and you know that's probably a, I would make everyone available other than Damian Lillard if I was a GM, even Sharp, even Simons. And I'm assuming you're also in the camp of this is I probably this is I probably I'm in. I probably want to keep Grant, but at the end of the day, if I have to trade him for someone, I will. So. Yeah, I would agree. I think all hands on deck, everything's available. Yeah. Um, I assume you're in the camp like. If you had the opportunity to go all in for one or two years with Dame or trade Dame and build yourself for the future to have a better chance at winning a championship, you're taking the one to two years with Dame. Yes, by far. Agreed. 
Agreed. Which is probably why the Blazers won't win a championship in the next couple in the next ten years because we're in the unfortunate scenario, like I said earlier, that we're waiting until now to get desperate. Whereas we should have been desperate when he was twenty seven. Yeah, what what has given me at least some faith though is this is Dame's best season, arguably probably I'd say unanimously everyone's season. Yeah. yeah. And he's thirty. He might be all day first team. Yeah, so the and he's 32. Like, I'm not saying he's gonna have a better season next year. Well, hell, he could, but I'm just my point is like three years down the road, even four years down the road, assuming he doesn't have a big injury, like he should still be hovering over around the top 10 best NBA players. And if we have that for four plus years with an aggressive GM, anything can happen. But then at the end of the day, you live in Portland, no one wants to live here, so we'll see how it goes. But I'm trying. I'm trying to. Okay, wait. I want to talk about this for a tiny bit. So, just let me just sprinkle it in. I'm just gonna say one word, Victor. Okay. So, what are your thoughts? That, that's a, okay. If we end up with a first overall pick, we're obviously keeping it and taking Victor because it helps our future and it helps our now. But if we get any other pick, anywhere between two to ten, are you trading it? Yeah, I would probably agree with you. I just. It's so hard to know because you got to see all the playoffs shape out, shake out. But like we have to be hard. Like come playoffs, if you want to have a stake in the game, since the Blazers aren't going to be there, you've got to be rooting hard against the Sixers to have a monumental getting swept in the first round, hoping Joel Embiid becomes available, or you got to hope hard or root hard against like the Clippers, hoping like I don't know Kawhi Leonard becomes available. Maybe root hard against the Lakers and hope. Why <laughs> ain't coming to Portland? But yeah, it's dude. I, Cause like it's so hard to know who would be the so-called star to go after. But... Who's the best player that's even came to our team, like not drafted in the last 10, oh, 20, 20 years through trade? Yeah, yeah. Like, Jeremy. Yeah, and he's not even an all-star. Like, in the on. last at least like ten years, and Dame's career. even before even before that, who like no one like like... Scotty Pippen, but that was like nineteen ninety nine or something, and that was also <laughs> yeah. when he was like thirty five. And that's when the Blazers were actually good, made the finals two years in the nineties, and then um, won a championship ten years before that, or twelve years. Yeah, it's just the land of anyway. it's just the land of mid right now in Portland. You know, Portland Trailblazers suck. Portland Timbers suck. Yeah, I mean, everyone, I don't live in Oregon West anymore. West Lynn I, loses in the state championship. Yikes. Everyone, I don't live in Oregon anymore. When everyone talks about Portland, they don't talk about the mountains like they that people would used to talk about Portland five years ago. They don't talk about how nice the people are. They just talk about two things, liberals and riots. And it's unfortunate because that's how many, that's how many. Yeah, they don't people, talk about roses anymore. Yeah, they don't talk about roses. They talk about smoke bombs. It's unfortunate, but it's the brutal reality. They talk about syringes. It's. It's unfortunate, but it's 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 the reality. No one likes it. Yeah, I can't say that because I don't. I had never lived in Portland, but and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say that. if any NBA players watching this, Portland is not that bad. It's pretty good. It might not be good as you're you're Dallas, you're Miami, you're Los Angeles, you're New York, but I think it's Sacramento. Yeah, it's better than Sacramento. It's better than Denver. It's better than OKC. It's better than Indiana. It's better than anywhere in Ohio. Come on, guys. But yeah. Come to Portland. We need it for any yeah. stars that are watching. But yeah, 
I don't even want to go through the process of uh, making picks for this week. <laughs> I don't even know when we play or who we play. I'm going to say we go 0-4. That's my prediction. Yeah. But oh, so disappointing. I really thought this was going to be a good year. I really did. Well, it it once again just... No, it wasn't. It once again just gives us a fun, fun off-season of a ton of questions and hopefully a ton of moves. I'd rather be... Asking questions about our performance in the playoffs, though. But... Oh, yeah. Let's preview who we're going to draft. No, I want to preview who we're playing in the finals. Yeah, and I don't know if you got subscribers. Um, I'm sorry if your feed's getting spammed by March Madness, but we don't want to talk for the Blazers. So, No, but, yeah, we but... did it last year. and uh, We'll still give you guys fun, our podcast now all the time, but just unfortunate, man. Yeah. Well. What are the I... chances we get Victor? Throw up a number. 100%. Okay, right now I'm gonna go on a, a tankathon. We'll do this right. live on the pod. Go to mock. We're gonna. I don't know if you can see that. Mm, well, I'm just gonna. Know. I'm hitting sim lottery. We just got a third overall pick. All right, trade it. Go third. So trade it. No victor went to Charlotte. They've given us a point guard, Scoot Henderson. Do we need a point guard, Cody? We do need a point guard. We're lacking on the guards. Yeah, we have we we have no scoring from the guard, no veteran, no good. I, play I, from the guard. I wonder. I wonder what it's like to even feel just as a fan from an NBA team. Like, oh, we need a guard. I just wonder what that thought. Feels ne- like. Never felt like we've ever ever needed a point guard. Yeah, like I wonder what teams fans are like. Oh, yes, we got a point guard. I can't felt imagine that back that in twenty twelve. Never felt it again. I don't even remember Me neither. anything. Raymond Felton or yeah. Ooh. He was I have Raymond Felton's autograph. Cool. I went to his camp. Who are you what are you taking? A Raymond Felton autograph? A WNBA ticket? Or one dollar bill? <laughs> give me the give me the give me the bill. The bill could turn into something. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'll say. Um, what's our schedule looking like? Not that I care. I okay, like are we seriously? Are you seriously asking that question? Like, oh, you yeah, care? I don't care. No, I don't care. I'm not, I'm gonna All say right, off the blazer I'm not talk. Watching blazer off games. the blazer talk. We'll give like five minutes of the off of off the trail topics, just because like I doubt we'll drop it off the trail this week. So, uh, yeah. Have you had your spring break yet? No. How about how about guess guess where I'm going? Because I actually am going somewhere. I am going home for a little bit, but then I'm going somewhere. For like a couple days. Fi- Give you five guesses. Yeah, for I'll give you it's six day trip. We're going to see. I would. I it's probably a warm climate, but I'm I'm less gonna my, guess a warm. What my family is from Portland, so. Oh yeah. That. Okay, so you're going with fam. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a key component. Yeah, that is key. Uh you're going to Arizona. No, but I'm gonna say, like, okay, that's a good guess though. Have you I'll been there it. before? Yes. Vegas. No. Good guess. Great guess. It's a great guess. How long are you going to be there? I said six days. Oh. Am I sniffing the region at all? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're, you're going the right way, I guess. Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. No. That's not a warm place. Well, isn't it warm? It's kind of like it's warm in the summer. Yeah, not the spring though, but yeah. Oh, that's so that's okay. Um, it's cold up there, high altitude, windy, but yeah. San Diego. Nope. 
kind of kind of getting there i guess no i don't know all right give you if it's like los angeles where you go to college that's just stupid no it's not (laughs) okay no way you're no way you're making a trek back to the islands out there in the middle of the pacific hawaii that's your guess yeah no not hawaii that's well i didn't think i didn't think it was hawaii and then you said is that your guess i was like oh it must be hawaii yeah well i like to play with your mind all right you're out but keep guessing. no you said six guesses i did i say six all right i don't know why you said six uh cabo yes you got it with a clutch pull up and snagged it at the end there yeah well that's that's good that's good stuff and then wes is going to wes is currently and currently right now on a nice little cruise that's cool i've never been on a cruise before i don't like cruises you don't like them? Do you, get, do you get internet? Yeah, there's like Wi-Fi. Yeah, but... But I don't know once they're off the cruise if they have... Since they're overseas, it like costs money to send texts and stuff, so... Yeah, people always say like... I don't know, the West Coast on spring break really isn't that warm. Like, it's warm, but it's not like... Like, the East is way warmer over spring break. People like to think... Oh, it's been freezing the last like week here. Yeah, uh, really? Okay, well, but, I'm thinking oh, more like But yeah, Florida, no, yes, like, it normally is warm. Like yeah, Florida's every, definitely warm. Everyone thinks Cabo on Mexico side, California. It's all this warm, not nice place on spring break. I mean, it's pretty warm, but, you know, it gets it gets low 60s at night, high 50s. It's, yeah, it's early, but. I'm just not a, I'm not a big beach guy. Yeah. Or, like, obviously, just... I'm choosing the mountains over the beach, A, just because, like, I think you said it on the off the trail. Like, as you get older, you kind of just appreciate the mountains more. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, the only thing I like about the beach is, like, the beach, like, town vibe. And, like, I don't actually like going on the literal beach. I would rather just, like, sit by the pool in a beach climate. Mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel it. Did you go anywhere with some break? You just went home? Yeah, I just went home. But I am going to the beach in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Just for like four or five days. Um, but it's the same beach we always go to. So mm-hmm. playing a little well, golf. Well, the summer got any summer plans? None right now. I might be going out to uh MT to Montana at the beginning of the summer to like help with like some wedding they're putting on. Mm-hmm. At uh, RBR, but no summer plans right now. I gotta get a job. Mm-hmm. You get a summer job? Uh, I mean, you have a job right now, so it's different. Yeah, maybe. I mean, for just for my career, basically, I kind of want to do at least for the moment something medical field related. At the moment, that's what I'm aiming for. So, yeah, go be the Blazers doctor. We need it. <laughs> but like, uh. Some some maybe like hospital related thing over the summer possibly, but yeah. yeah, I'll probably have to take some online classes too. Um, yeah, might might take one. My 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 online classes and my summer classes won't make me stay in Montana for only three days though, so don't have to worry about that with me. I mean, when it comes to the summer classes, I don't know if you, any of you guys watching our college milk that GPA in the college milk summer class yeah. milk. Did you take any last semester or last summer? No, I didn't. Oh, missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of hammered, but I probably will this summer. But yeah. Question. Oh, question, question, question. And this is a genuine question. I think mm-hmm. I know the answer to it, but like, does your GPA actually matter in college? Does your GPA actually matter? 
like come down like you just have to be able to have a certain gpa to get your degree and no one when you're when you're applying for a job is like what was your gpa your junior year they just see the degree is it just help and you said college you said college not high school right yeah yeah high school definitely matters that's why how you get into better colleges but like once you're in that college yeah okay it matters matters to get into certain classes i'd say it matters the biggest thing that matters is graduate school like if you want to go to dental school for example they're not even gonna sniff your resume if you if you're in the twos oh first off like i just as like my i can't be in the twos yeah you can't be if you if i see a c on my if i see a c i'm like i have to get that up to a b oh yeah for sure Uh, yeah try to stay away from those you know if you want to go to i got like i got like four a's and one b right now that's awesome let's keep it up if yeah you gotta medical that requires like you're here for school why not do good at it yeah that's like 3.5 what else there's i'd say mostly comes on the graduate but if you're a business major a gender studies major doesn't really matter now does it but i would say it matters a lot it really does i would i'd say it's most probably important thing my opinion your gpa what would you say is more important well i don't know like what is important because i'm just thinking like your gpa in high school obviously matters because that's what gets you into the uh, like better and better colleges but um once you're in college does it really matter if you have a b minus compared to an a minus in a junior year class because at the end of the day you're just you're just working toward your degree like obviously yeah you bring up good points like if you're trying to go to graduate school but if you're just trying to get a degree from college and have that to help your yourself get a job come out of coming out of college like your grades do they really matter i would say now that's literally just from the like point of view of getting a degree i have my own personal motivation to get good grades because i don't want i just don't want to have bad grades mm-hmm. but it's it's, a, it's just i've always thought about that or recently I think it matters a little bit, probably less than matters than high school because that's that's what gets you into college. But I would say certain fields do require, and they're gonna. That's the biggest thing that's gonna make you stand out is stuff like that. And then there's little things you can do, like if you have work experience in this field, or yeah. so a lot of graduate schools require you to take like a test, not the SAT, but like similar related to that. Oh, I take the a, SAT again, bro. They have their own names, like specifically that matters. But yes, I would say I'd say it matters pretty significantly if you want to get into certain fields. But yeah. Yeah, I probably agree. So how are you? Your first, you got three A's, one B? Four A's, one B. What Actually, one might be teetering on like a B plus, like 89. Right now, I'm taking a statistics class, which is my one B, taking mm-hmm. just the regular business class. I'm mm-hmm. taking geology, which is actually really interesting. I'm surprised how interesting it is. Mm-hmm. I got a geology lab with that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm taking like a the, just the standard writing class you take your freshman year, and then mm-hmm. I'm taking like a urban planning class, which mm-hmm. I thought was going to be really interesting, but whew, that one's a snoozer. A snoozer, yeah. Yeah, because like I've always kind of like been into like architecture and like buildings and skyscrapers and. Mm-hmm. cool yeah, me too. house designs but like exactly me too that. i took that class too and that, you, that was urban planning 
I didn't have to, but I took it. Yeah. yeah, it was like an elective, but I was late on getting in my elective, so I like missed out on all the good classes. But like, this is like, oh, uh, let's stop building highways and let's let's learn Renewable about zoning energy and zo yeah, houses. and all that sustainability. So, not my cup of tea. No cup of tea. But I have like a good grade in that. But it is it is funny. Anytime like the professor starts talking about highways, you know at some point she's gonna be like, and you know it's just like it's super unhealthy, like cars and greenhouse gases, and it's a really bad thing in the world. And it's just you just I know mean, it's coming. It's she's she's probably right, but I just don't know how I can look at some people in my school straight in the eye and know they paid three hundred grand for a you know gender studies major. So. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. But yeah. I got I got a little scally money. Just a little bit. Oh, that's good. That's good. Good high school work. Yeah. yeah. Nothing crazy. You know, if I could go back though in high school, I probably would have taken my freshman and sophomore years a little more seriously to set myself up to have good courses in my junior and senior year. But I wonder what our age group of people watching us, their age group is. I, I think feel it's, like I think it's like majority like 20 to 30, but mid twenties. Yeah, I can actually look at that right now. And you know what? I'm going to, because oh, I'm just curious I... how many people relate to us. Cause I feel like blazer fan podcast listeners would be not like under 18 year olds. A lot of them, but I also but... feel like majority of the older demographic would rather listen to the thoughts from like some other blazer podcasts that are more so like, yeah, I wonder how many people are still Man. here, though, after not talking about the Blazers for 10 minutes. I wonder oh. if you guys find it interesting, but we do do Off the Trail podcast, which is everything not related to Blazers. We try to do it once a week. You know, it would be and fun to do a little Off the Trail podcast, like just talking about just like our brand as a whole and everything we've tried and gone through and from the website to merch to YouTube issues. Speaking. Speaking of... <laughs> We did get a we did I tell you we some like randomly out of the blue someone bought a shirt. No, I didn't. But for those of you who don't know, uh yeah, we got we got demonetized a week ago after our March Madness preview videos for reused content and don't know what was anything reused about it as it was just a blank thumbnail with our um thoughts of the games and our predictions maybe one was a san diego state fan youtube monetizer oh but... yeah sheesh wow some of the comments are like oh it's so good to come back to this video and just look out this how bad it is <laughs> uh, okay you want to hear the percentages yeah you want to guess like what's most and what's the least all right i would definitely i'm say gonna go based on also, what are, the, what are the interval yeah, distributions? Age ranges are 13 to 17, 18 to 24, 25 to 34, and then just like plus 10 up. So All right, I'm going to say 25 to 34 is the most. Yeah, that's the most with 31.9. Then I'm going to say the one below that. 18 to 24 is second with 23.5. And then I'm actually going to go 35 plus as equivalent to 13, 13 to 17. I'm going to go 35 to 45 next. 35 to 44 is 18%. And then it goes 50. 45 to 54 at 11 percent 55 to 30 55 to 64 at 7 percent 65 plus at 6 percent and 13 to 17 is only 1.9 percent really That's that is really surprising because i gotta think the 65 plus is getting carried by grandy andy our grandparents a lot of people uh, now that's um, that in my high school you know like to talk about the blazers 
do what but you have to about. think that a lot of people when they make their youtube account they lie about their age because like yeah that is true so you can when i like... when i was making an account i said i was 18 because i feel like there's some things you can't do when you're making a google account like you have to be a certain age yeah i'd be wrong 93 percent but... are male Four percent are females the zero percent are neither okay that's 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 what that's what, that's what the numbers say. i don't know why i'm laughing but okay Interesting. Yeah, i don't know why you're laughing bro that's really that's really sad this <laughs> is funny because yeah, i can just see it in your face you're like and zero uh the world has been very interesting all we right have to, uh what are, oh um where are most uh views come from 88 percent in the united states 2.4 in canada and then you know some point 0.5, 0.4% in Philippines, United Kingdom, Australia, France, Wimby. Wimby? <laughs> we get Wimby? That's going to shoot up. Checking on the pod, Wimby. All right. How about some from Bosnia? No, no none from Bosnia. I'm a little surprised. Mm-hmm, interesting. Anything? Um, no, never mind. But... Yeah. It is. Oh, something that's interesting, though. If you look up Rip City Rundown on Google now, our website is actually the first thing that comes up now, which it wasn't originally when we dropped the website. Maybe in the summer we'll get that running again when we have a little more time, when there's some little things more to talk about because I think yeah. it can bring some value. But maybe we yeah. do an off-the-trail pod talking just about the brand of Rip City and just, just rambling on just the adversity we've had. Yeah, well, we're not big yet, but we will be soon. Know this. Yeah. Yeah. How big the, do you at think, the end of the day, we are just a spec. How you. big do you think the Blazers' like following is, and how the future of this looks? Because here's the thing I was interested about. Because obviously, we have our competition. Whatever, there's like five Blazer channels that are have more subscribers than us. Whatever, but like, how do you think the Blazers? I think that like our topic is as a whole. Because some YouTubers specify in a certain video game, but like the Blazers are never gonna die. They're only get probably more popular as just population yeah. goes up and there's just a sports team and because like video games like die but like i think a genuine realistic peak for this and this is like you might think this is absurd but i would say like 50k i don't think that's absurd i think okay that's... yeah because like i look like there's like baseball pods that have like 50k and there's and like what if we we nfl stayed... pages that have 40k and like what if we stayed at the top of our content throughout blazers for the next 10 years how popular are the blazers 10 years from now you know i got you just got to think as sports teams sports is just always going to get yeah, it's all, popular it's just yeah that's a good point with the whole video game thing like video like all those fortnite youtubers are dead now yeah like yeah, i don't know like just, when i say dead i mean like obviously just like have fallen off from what their peak was they're still probably have their core viewers but yeah that's an interesting way to look at it but yeah and just interesting and it would help our freaking channel if the blazers decided to do yeah, something. facts i wonder i wonder if i if i could have a five minute conversation just dame across behind my computer right now across the table and just yeah. look him in his eyes and say how do you feel knowing that you're costing us thousands of dollars by losing this many games he doesn't give a singular crap about us <laughs> oh, yeah i know <laughs> I think the 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 ways we would grow though is just like continuing what we're doing, but also like being a little more bold and 
trying to get people on the podcast and stuff. Yeah. But again, it's really hard to do it when you can't have a good stuff to talk about. So, no. Well, but that was a good little off the trail session to end out the podcast because I doubt we'll do one this week, given Wes is on a cruise. But mm-hmm. I guess you never know. Any final thoughts about Blazers or anything else we talked about? Or uh, are you good? Uh, I think that's all. I think I got nothing else. All right. Well, be on the lookout. I guess end of this week, we will be dropping Elite Eight previews. So I don't know if that will be the two of us, if that will be three of us, if that will just be me. But you will see that. And then just a couple more March Madness content videos throughout the rest of the uh, month. And yeah, we'll still drop the podcast every week, but probably won't be until the off season when we start really going back to big time blazer content but make sure to follow the instagram twitter tiktok yep. just hit just 10k congrats okay. to the tiktok and uh make sure to subscribe and like comment something and uh, we'll see you in the next podcast peace